This is a podcast for the dreamers, a place to feel nourished and seen, a place to call in our highest path possible and to explore our desires, hopes, wishes, and dreams. I'm your guide, Emily Elliott. Welcome to The Magnetic Life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of The Magnetic Life. Today, we're going to talk about how I sabotaged the things I thought I wanted most and why this matters. So let's jump in. I've always been a pretty powerful manifester. It was just really innate to me. I remember as a teenager walking up to makeup counters in really fancy department stores and telling my mom, that's where I'd like to work for my part-time job. My mom kind of looked at me. Great dreaming, sweetie. But people go to school to be makeup artists, to work there. It was more realistic to accept a job in the food industry or maybe a teen clothing store. But I really had my sights set on these adorable little counters filled with the most stunning makeup displays that a teenager could ever imagine. A few weeks later, I went and dropped my resume off to a bunch of stores at the mall. Northern Getaway, Second Cup, Sears, The Bay, Hallmark Cards. (laughs) The next day, a call came in. Ooh, Sears Canada. Interesting. The man on the phone said, Hi, Emily. It's Matt, the manager from the Sears tool department. (laughs) I laughed in my head, or maybe freaked out. I think my knowledge of tools maxes out with like a screwdriver versus a wrench. I was friendly and agreed to go in. Our interview was cool and casual, and I was pretty sure I got the job. I was willing to learn whatever I needed to do to be able to afford the coolest Mavi jeans for school. Haha. <laughs> Before I left, I asked him, any chance I could speak with the cosmetics manager? He looked at me curiously, but obliged. When the cosmetics manager came in, I felt this feeling wash over me, like, hmm, this job is already mine. Hmm, confident. (laughs) This was a very strong, quiet confidence that was kind of new to me. I don't know where it came from, but I trusted it. The manager got to know me a little and told me that they don't hire teenagers and that the majority of people went to school for cosmetics. Ah, no problem, I thought. I could be the first. I went on to tell her that I'm a super fast learner. I'm a goal setter and that I love colors, fashion, and skincare. So I knew that this would be palpable to others. Something I really remember saying to her was, If you want something done, give it to a busy person, which she seemed to really connect with because I was already in school full-time, student council, applying for a part-time job, and my mom really wasn't well, so I was helping take care of her too. The manager's tight demeanor softened. She looked inspired by the fire in my belly. Okay, she said, let's give it a shot. I can't promise anything but we will put you on the floor at the clinic counter for four weeks. And if all goes well, we will sign you on. 
Oh my goodness, I was doing it. My four weeks not only went well, they went exceptional. I was signed on. There was nothing prouder for me than going to work wearing my white clinic coat, looking like I had a, a part of the brand. I had my full face of makeup on. I was thriving. And I was so proud of the story that got me there. I tell this story because manifesting for me for many years was so easy. I naturally got jobs in the marketing industry and in naturopathic school, I landed a dream job representing a supplement company as a student. It was around 2016 to 2020 that something shifted. My sparkle started to dim. I was depressed, anxious, flatlined, and apathetic, and everything felt like such an uphill battle. I would go out in Toronto where I lived week after week, hunting for a naturopathic doctor job, and just couldn't seem to make anything work. I had some offers, but the spaces and places just didn't fill me up. My essence and vibration were off, and of course, I couldn't attract what I wanted from this space. And often what transpires from misery is more misery. And so let me tell you about how I sabotaged the thing that I deeply desired. Here, let's start with number one. I wanted to be in a clinic. I didn't want it to feel too medically sterile, classic medicine vibe. So I would make sure that I told myself all of the things I didn't want before I went searching to make sure that I didn't get those things in my life. Didn't want them. Uh Uh-uh. Not for a second was I spelling out for the universe what I did, in fact, want. So by default, I was asking for and attracting what I didn't want. One of the clinics I attracted was so clinical and buzzy yellow lights and sterile, I couldn't even believe that I was like in this space that was the opposite of me. And so I sabotaged this thing I deeply wanted, which was a a deep belonging to want to desire into like fit into a clinic because I told the universe the negative. So if I had framed what I wanted in the positive, I would have said, I can see myself in a clinic that feels like a holistic spa. When you walk in, it's almost as if you're transported to another part of the world. It's magical. Your worries and fears dissipate. Tranquil music is playing. Everyone is joyous. Everyone inside is friends. There's a waterfall in the front. Your senses are filled from head to toe. This place is a healing space. My clients just love to be there. That is how I should have created the situation of my dreams. All this being said, I am glad I sabotaged my own dreams because I truly think that although naturopathic medicine was super aligned for me, that what I'm currently doing, mindset work, is even more aligned. So in this sense, everything worked out. But it's also just a really good example of how we can either create or destroy our dreams by framing our desires in the negative or the positive. My other really good example of sabotaging came just after Blake and I got married in 2018. 
Well, our wedding was truly a perfect day. I honestly would change nothing. Even the limo driver that drove the bridesmaids and I to the wrong venue. (laughs) It felt like a real life fairy tale. I was still amongst my four-year funk where everything was so off. So Blake asked me if I wanted a honeymoon and I said, yes, I do. And then I proceeded to list off everything I didn't want to have. I said, yes, I want to go away, but I absolutely need to escape this cold winter. So it needs to be during the Canadian winter so I can escape and get heat and be happy. Conditions, 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 right? (laughs) Right off the hopper, we crossed off Europe and places I wanted to go like Portugal and Spain due to these negative criteria I so adamantly insisted on. I then proceeded to say, I also don't want an all-inclusive because I've done that and that doesn't feel like an adventure. Again, in the negative. Not telling the universe what I did desire. We chose Hawaii after crossing off a ton of negative feedback points. Now, let me preface this by saying, that Blake and I have had a ton of really amazing travel together. So we know what electric travel feels like. We felt it in Switzerland, Italy, Bali, Thailand, Laos. We've created this feeling before. Now, when we got to Hawaii in February of 2022, we landed to a perpetual feeling of a very banal, bland, anticlimactic trip. We kept looking at each other like WTF. No matter what we did, something was off. Drove up monster hills for an epic hike, only to get rained out by mudslides. Famous spots were closed off due to extreme weather warnings. I think even Vin Diesel was there, but he like left like half a day before we arrived. <laughs> I think he was filming. Um... This one's crazy. Blake went surfing only to hear hours later that a shark had severely bitten off a surfer's leg that day. And apparently this was so rare for Hawaii. So that was crazy too. Theoretically, we were supposed to be having the time of our lives. We were in Hawaii. It was our honeymoon, all the happy things, but nothing was flowing. Landing home, we were able to reflect on what happened and to realize that so much of the energy leading up to the trip was just so off. Our creation minds were tilted to the negative, and by default, that is what we generated. Interesting. Thinking back to our most incredible trips ever, the energy was so positive and forward. As we set the intention to travel, it was more like, I cannot wait to see the Swiss mountains. I'm so pumped for Italian pizza. I cannot wait to dream and laze around under the Eiffel Tower. All framed positively. And those trips were a dream. Dream. And so, by listing my desires in the negative, I sabotaged my own honeymoon. Truly. (laughs) And I mean, Blake had part to play in it too, because he wasn't catching the negative vibes, but I take a lot of ownership here. And so the lesson here is that the universe operates and responds in positives, not negatives. 
If you are currently sharing your dreams aloud with the people close to your heart, check your language. Are your dreams in the negative or the positive? You see, the negative is a helpful messenger along the way because it helps bring clarity. But then the clarity must be framed in a way that is positive to move us forward towards our desires and what we do want. And this is why I love mindset work. We can be the most powerful, intelligent, and loving beings in the universe, but we have to catch the sneaky ways of the subconscious mind. This is why I do work with heart-centered humans who are looking to create the life of their dreams for more health, wealth, joy, and love. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Your support truly means the world. If this episode felt good to you, I would be so appreciative if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed. Thank you so much again, and I can't wait to see you in the next one.